0: all right everybody welcome to bo boys for friday october 7th fucking it's a raw feed we're doing it live i'm clayton
1: yeah i'm pat and clayton this uh episode we got two big new movies to preview we're gonna give our predictions on david o russell's amsterdam on uh lyle lyle crocodile Um, But we also have huge news that just dropped, huge box office news that dropped involving Netflix, involving AMC, involving Regal, involving Mm -hmm. the Knives Out franchise. So we'll get to that. Um, Why don't we start with – you want to start with our predictions and you want to start with just going right into this gigantic news that's broken?
0: Let's go into the gigantic
1: news. Okay. So the gigantic news, which – uh, you you're sort of experiencing this in real time Clayton because you you were you were off you were on a job site you were mm-hmm. you were uh, working on a project and you're just learning this as I'm telling it to you. It broke today that Netflix has brokered a deal with the major chains with with AMC with Regal in the United States to release, Knives Out, to Glass Onion. It is coming to the major theaters. Clayton, does that sound like exciting news? That, that sounds- is
0: exciting. I'm so excited. I mean, right. I'm glad. It's like I'm sure it's going to be a 45 day window, right? Right, Which right, is right. The right. standard uh, for uh, these things. I'm so uh, excited. It's okay. going to be. Uh, you know, it's going to be in theaters only. What, uh, what a huge boon for theatrical, and um, kudos to Netflix.
1: Okay, so here's, here's uh, a few caveats there. There are caveats, and we'll, we'll okay. determine whether they are small or large caveats. Um, th- it's getting a one-week run, seven days. So seven days in theaters, and then it is yanked out of all those theaters. It is, is pulled out. Now, in the past, Netflix, when they've done their faux theatrical releases, they put it in 14, you know, indie theaters uh, or, mm-hmm. or they, they rent a, a, a couple of non-chain theaters. They'll let the movies play for a couple of weeks because they know basically... No one's seeing him in those movie theaters. They're movie theaters on the edge of town or in a basement. Yeah. No one's going to see him, so they'll let him play there for for weeks at a time, even after the movie's dropped on Netflix. You know, well, th- they're only pro-
0: technically they're only technically theaters for tax purposes, right? Yes, I mean, yes. most of the places.
1: Yeah, they're mostly studio apartments that mm-hmm. that you know uh, are listed as movie theaters on Air- on Airbnb, but you know, so like you could probably see Blonde. The the Netflix Mallory and Monroe movie in one of these basement movie theaters somewhere you probably mm-hmm. could see, it. but for this deal for Glass uh, Onion, Knives Out two, seven days in these theaters and then it is pulled
0: out. Um. All right. Well. So okay. Seven days and, is not enough for a movie that is would definitely make Buffa Bobo and have legs. But well, here's the plus. Can right? I give you another
1: caveat before before you well, give well, a plus? Here's, Let me give you one more caveat. One more caveat. Um, When I say it's going into AMCs and going into Regals, it's not getting 3,000 theaters that week. It's not getting 4,000 theaters. It's not getting... Well, there's not 5,000 theaters. So it's not getting 4,000 theaters. It is getting 600 theaters. So, So this movie is getting seven days in 600 theaters. That is the deal... That they reach, then it's out of those theaters for like three weeks, and then it drops on Netflix. This is happening on Thanksgiving weekend through thank through the following week. So that is when this is happening. So that is the news. November. So it's opening twenty third through November 29th. Seven. So it's, days in six hundred
0: theaters in less than some Bollywood movies.
1: The, oh, then most of these Bollywood movies come out uh, less than than Dragon Ball Super superhero. Less than, um, I mean, God, less than the Liam Neeson, you know, Open Road movies.
0: Well, then here's here's a positive, right? Okay, seven days. Okay, it's a start. This is a franchise. I mean, people are clamoring for this movie. Not only was the first one a big hit. It was critically acclaimed. I mean, there was Oscar buzz for it, right? Well, it got a
1: screenplay, Nom Nom Nom. Absolutely. It didn't get the best picture, Nom Nom Nom. But most most, uh, Oscar pundits feel that that year, Knives Out was probably the first movie left off to, to not make best picture.
0: I feel like when... The box office results come in for these seven days, for this weekend, right? Because it's going to have a weekend. So we're going to get to see what this movie did in seven days. And so when we see that, Netflix sees that, they're going to realize, oh, imagine if we put this in for longer. Can I give you one more caveat? One more caveat. As you
1: say, uh, when we see the results, we will never see the results. They have all agreed there will be no numbers released about this experiment. So th- there will be no numbers reported about the seven days in 600 theaters for Knives Out, to Glass Onions. So that's that's w- w- one more caveat to all this, is that we will not get numbers. Now, they're not going to report numbers, but by God, try to hide those numbers from the B.O. boys, oh, from yeah. Scott Mendelson at Forbes, from Jeff Bach, at exhibitory relations co from from Brand, uh, from from brandon gray creator of the original box office mojo the man behind box office revival try and hide, try and hide those numbers from matt Bellany of the town and puck news oh.
0: so this is how I, i'm i mean i'm just like uh, gobsmacked is the mm-hmm. only word i can use for this mm-hmm. because what's the point of this i mean we've said have limited releases i mean we've said this before even we like something like halloween ends. Mm-hmm. Have that in the theaters for a week and then go day and date peacock. You know what I mean? Uh, like but Knives Out is a franchise. It's a bankable franchise that we know could make a ton of money. The theaters are clamoring for movies like this. Adult fare that also kids, you know, younger people go to see. And the fact that they're doing it for 7 days then not reporting it, it's right. like spitting in our faces and I do yes. think we should yes. all collectively as box office analysts, as box mm-hmm. office, uh, the, the, just the 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 historians, combined, historians, yes. the combined powers that we have, mm-hmm. we need to get these numbers. Yes, and we yes. will get these numbers. Yes, and these numbers will be revealed. Yes,
1: yes. The these numbers will be revealed. Hashtag reveal the numbers.
0: Yes. Um. But they are going to try not
1: to. And I think a big problem is. The, 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 the sources of these numbers are typically the studios. We'll say mm-hmm. this is what it made, and they send out their, their information, and that's how we know what it made. In this situation, I think the theaters are also going to hide these numbers because that is part of the deal. So here is yes. – I want to read you something uh, that AMC boss Adam Aaron said about today's deal with Netflix – He says they have cracked the code to working together. This experiment is a breakthrough for the theatrical industry and Netflix and can pave the way for stronger cooperation in the future as Netflix big budget movies for sure belong on the big screen first. So they've cracked the code. So the code apparently, according to the head of AMC, the code is for AMC to just bend over and mm-hmm. take it and take yep. whatever Netflix wants to give them that's that's how they finally cracked the code for years AMC and, and these big chains steadfastly refused to put Netflix movies in their theaters unless they I mean back in the day they wanted their 90-day window you know mm-hmm. there was negotiations Uh, heavily around Martin Scorsese's The Irishman in 2019. They they apparently came very close to figuring out a way to get that into your AMC theaters. It didn't happen. AMC wanted a longer window. They are now getting a seven-day exclusivity and then it goes to Netflix uh, less than a month later. So they're getting no window. They're getting almost no time with it. They're getting almost no theaters. They're not allowed to report numbers. That's the code that has been cracked.
0: Uh, wow. Uh, uh,
1: for all we know, is AMC allowed to sell popcorn? At, at, at we these don't screenings? know. Are they allowed to sell soda? Are they allowed it, to sell uh, uh, Mike and Ike's and Jujibes? Are they allowed to sell these candies? We don't know if that's yeah. part of the code. Maybe Netflix says... You can't sell those. They wouldn't have them at home. Uh, at home so they they can't have them in the screening.
0: Wow. I mean, if the theaters had any power right now, which they don't. Right. Because there's a dearth of product. hmm Do you feel like in a pre-pandemic situation, like coming off of the 2019 that we had— do you think the theaters would take seven days or would they say go fly a kite? Oh, they would have said go fly a kite. I mean, that's what they did say, you know,
1: Netflix and, and AMC, they had talks before. Like I said, the Irishman was Scorsese really wanted them to make that deal to get a full theatrical release and Netflix and AMC couldn't make it happen. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I mean, the thing is AMC and these chains are obviously more on the ropes than they'd ever been because of the pandemic cost them a lot of money because of the dearth of product, so on and so forth. They're all filing for bankruptcy to readjust their, their dead and they'll close theaters and and all that's going to happen. But Netflix isn't in the greatest spot they've ever been in. You know, Mm -hmm. this year they lost subscribers, they're, uh, 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 their uh, value as a company went way down. The stock price went way down. So They lost Wall
0: Street. They lost Wall Street, which was the biggest thing. Because they could churn out crap after crap after crap. And if Wall Street still was confident in them, it didn't matter. It didn't matter, And now it's crap. Also, Wall Street doesn't like them as a stock. So that is devastating for them.
1: So they're not in the greatest spot they've ever been in, yet. It's and they're in a spot where they need to increase revenue, and putting big budget movies in movie theaters seems like a slam doink to increase revenue. And Netflix still got everything they wanted in this deal, which is basically to not put a movie in a movie theater.
0: Yeah, it's you know, not because this and is also, a vanity
1: showing. This is, yeah, this is purely a vanity run.
0: Yeah, it's just a big limited release, and yeah. and and uh, it's a it, you know it's a Fathom event. It's it's a week long Fathom event. It's right. the same thing, right? It's I mean, be,
1: it's being marketed. It's being called a sneak preview. That's what this is. It is a sneak preview of Knives Out.
0: Well, let's yeah. let's hope that the, the that uh, Ryan Johnson is able to get the zip drives there with the, the the right file that isn't corrupted. Mm. So we don't have a clerks three situation here. Right. But
1: don't use the same don't use the same delivery team that uh, Kevin Smith used.
0: Mm-hmm. I think that I'm going to have to take a little time to really absorb this because yeah, you did just bring this on me. Obviously, yeah. you know, I was you know I was on assignment, so I, I wasn't I wasn't online. I wasn't right. checking deadline, which I you normally check deadline every hour. Right, right. But I do. I mean, it's just upsetting it's because upsetting. this is such a big movie, and this movie would do so well in theaters, and it feels like us as prognosticators as reporters for box office it, it, like I said it's spitting in our face it's 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 taking food off our table i mean we could feast on glass onion for mm-hmm. weeks if this mm-hmm. movie had a 45 day window yep we could say how well it did and how how Netflix needs to make more movies like this and how they need to release in theaters because look at the revenue that's coming in. Look at the respect you're getting. Look at the goodwill you're getting. Mm-hmm, and they just mm-hmm. aren't... Go- they're just not doing it.
1: Yeah. I mean, and having it only be 600 theaters is is that's such an issue. Hu- that's the biggest thing. If you drop this in... Three thousand theaters, four thousand yeah. theaters, and 4, it's only seven theaters. days. Blast and you got to pull it after seven days. I would still say, why not leave it for two weeks? Why not leave? Yeah. It? But, but it should have been three to four thousand theaters because mm-hmm. this is a limited release. This is yeah. A, this is the way you platform a movie before you put it in three thousand theaters. Yes, yeah. It's, yeah. It is a tease. It's not a sneak preview. It is a full-on BOTs
0: And then what happens to the movie because it's not going to be on Netflix for the Three those weeks. weeks in between? It just it just goes dark. And so is Netflix worried that if people go see it in the theater, it's completely going to ruin it for when at home, like uh, that th- that people are not going to want to watch it at home because I don't think that's the case. There's people who will never go to a movie theater. Of course. And only watch Netflix. And that's the people who should watch Glass Onion on Netflix. And, and I'm also, not saying all Netflix movies should be this. I'm saying this one specifically, and these big movies, like if you have a Scorsese, like if you have these big name directors who make theatrical films, right, not right. rom-coms that look terrible, right? Right. you know, theatrical directors should be in the theater. Like Apple is working with Scorsese, and he's probably going to get... Uh, a full theatrical release for Killers of the Flower Moon. I would assume.
1: I would assume so. I mean that that's a Apple and Paramount working together. I everything you've heard is that it will it's Leo it will get yeah. a legitimate 3000 screen release. I'm sure there'll be parameters about how long and so on and so yeah. forth. But I mean this strategy also seems, Like, it could backfire just on the movie, for the movie, because you're Uh going to put it in theaters for a week. People are going to feel excited they get to see it. They're not going to realize how limited it is until Mm -hmm. they look for the movie and it's not playing near them. And that's only going to make people mad, and it's only going to make people angry at the movie, even though it is not the movie's fault. No. But... but. You get mad at the thing. You, no one knows the names of these stupid executives. No one knows, you know, the, the, the common man, the common lady, you know, average Joe, average Jane, they get mad at the movie. When they look for, oh, Knives Out 2 is going to be in theaters. Oh, I get to see it at my local AMC. Actually, no, you don't get to see it at your local AMC because it's only in 600 theaters. They're going to get mad at the movie.
0: And it's a busy time. It's it's Thanksgiving. It's a it's listen. You'd love to be able to see a movie. I mean, I think every Thanksgiving we try to see a movie. Right. Uh, it you is know, a one of those it's days. It's a perfect
1: week, I think, to do this, but put it, it in three thousand theaters. But
0: that's the thing, because I mean, six hundred is like. There's going to be places in this country where they're not going to. There's not going to be a theater within a hundred miles for someone to see this film. It's going to come and go. They're going to look like you said and be like, wait, wait, it's not showing anymore. And then there's going to be three weeks until it comes to Netflix and it's going to be old news. They're going to see it on Netflix and they're going to be like, wait, what is going on here? Because normal people don't, normal people are not going to track this. Yes. We Uh, track this.
1: Right. Right. But, and we are above normal. You know, not everyone else could be that. I do not get the break in between. It's so dumb. You are just killing the momentum of Mm -hmm. this movie. You are giving, it'll get a lot of buzz, a lot of press when it comes out that weekend in theaters, Thanksgiving week. And then it'll be three weeks after that all subsides. And then you're going to say, oh, and now it's on Netflix. Why not drop it on Netflix the week after it was in movie theaters. Mm -hmm. Just let people continue to talk about it, to think about it. This doesn't make any sense because, again, I think it is Netflix trying to just do the bare minimum, have it go poorly so that people stop hounding them the next time. I think this is a case where they're self-sabotaging the theatrical run because next time there's a Knives Out... type of movie that they have they buy a big ip or they work with whatever big director that people want to see their movies in movie theaters after this experience people will stop wanting that because this will have gone so poorly
0: yep yeah, they can point to the numbers now. They can then reveal the numbers. That's when they'll reveal the numbers. I mean, we're, we're going to reveal the numbers. But we're going to find the when numbers. Jeff will find the numbers. They'll reveal their doctored numbers Yeah, that says, well, no, 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 because this and this and this, this is really what it made. I, I think they just,
1: to me, want people to have a negative experience with this so that next time people don't clamor for a Netflix theatrical release
0: and glass onion and Ryan Johnson are gonna be the sacrificial lambs here. Yes. Yes. And that is really sad because Ryan Johnson was able to create his own franchise, the yep. original franchise. Yep. Shake off that Star Wars ick. That people had, you know, where, where it's like after his movie, which was a huge hit, obviously, mm-hmm. but it was so divisive. And now he can joke about it because he has an original franchise all his own.
1: Yes. He doesn't have to go back to Star Wars. He he could forget that ever happened.
0: And now he's getting the short end of the stick here. And I don't think that's fair.
1: I mean, Knives Out opened to $26.7 million on 3400 screens in November of 2019.
0: And you and know what? Was, this one would have opened bigger.
1: If you put this movie out on that same number of screens, I do think this movie would have made 50 million dollars mm-hmm. opening weekend. Mm-hmm. I think it could have mm-hmm. done two times the opening weekend of the first movie.
0: Absolutely. I mean, when I mean, over time it probably would end up making equivalent to the original but mm. i do think it would have a big opening weekend have good legs and maybe maybe be it a would little have made more under, it a would have made bit more, more yeah.
1: yeah yeah i think this i think the sequel would have made more than the first one it i agree it wouldn't have been as leggy as the first one but it would have yeah. opened to 40 or 50 million dollars because week.
0: it's a known quantity now
1: yes yes yeah um so that's the big news we are going to be following the story, obviously.
0: Oh, a hundred percent.
1: And and I put the call out to Scott Mendelson, Jeff Bach, Matt Bellini, uh, uh, Brandon Gray, to all of the box office analysts out there. Uh, David Thompson, who we've had on the show. Listen, yes, the
0: young David Dan, Thompson,
1: Danny, Danny Esquemelaggi of "I Scream, You Scream" uh, four movies, number four. He's got to get in on this and, and try and get to the bottom of these numbers. We put what the about, call out.
0: What about wannabeo boy, mm-hmm. all-star Austin? Yes. Yes. He's, he's out there
1: on the ground floor. He's, he's, he's got to, uh, uh, you know, he, I'm sure he's got a lot of contacts, a lot of young contacts out there, you know, the the youth of Hollywood. And they all talk.
0: Well, and, the other, th- you know, the other person we should get on this is our soon-to-be intern,
1: Yes, yes. We've got to, we've, we owe him an email back, but that, that might be yes. one of the first assignments to start working on the, the case of the, uh, knives out to Glass Onion, uh, uh, box office situation. But we will yeah. all work together and we've got to get some numbers. The fact that they don't want to release these numbers only means that we have to work even harder to get these numbers. And these numbers it, are more important than ever.
0: Is there any way we could get him to call all 600 theaters? Okay. And ask how many tickets did you sell? I mean And then we do the math ourselves. This this
1: deserves that level of work for sure. Yeah. Yeah, this is that important. This is that important.
0: We'll see, we'll see. Well, Pat, so Obviously, we we're going to divvy up the the a hundred million for Bullet Train. That got pushed because of this breaking news. We we're going to yeah, yeah. do that the, in our next episode. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that at some point. At some yeah, point. we'll do that at some point. So let's some not. Point, yeah, who yeah, knows? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. At who knows point, when? Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but we do need to talk quickly yes. about two movies coming out: the mm-hmm. David O. Russell film starring mm-hmm. Kristen, Kristen Bell, Christian Bale. Yes. And Margot Robbie, Yes. And John David Washington?
1: John David Washington. Those are the big three. I mean, it's one of those those star-studded casts that probably is very cameo heavy, uh, mm-hmm. I would bet, past those three. But Robert De Niro is in this. Anya Taylor-Joy is in this. Rami Malek is in this. Taylor Swift is in this. Mike so Myers. Mike Myers is in this. So th- this has got a cast that really does have someone big for everyone. Mm-hmm. you know all the way from current pop music to 90s sketch comedy to taxi driver fans i mean this this cast has everyone whenever you have one of these star studded casts that goes like 10 deep it probably doesn't mean a lot of these are one or two scene performances mhm but you
0: get to use their names in the post on the poster in the trailer so here's the issue with this movie mm mm-hmm. mhm it feels to me—I mean, it's being terribly reviewed, which obviously critics don't normally matter. But for an adult skewing movie like this, they matter. Right. In a way, they don't in a horror movie or other other sort of genres, superhero movies and the like. There is enough. Obviously, tweets aren't ticks, but there does feel like a a there's an overwhelming feeling right now that the worm has turned on David O. Russell. Yes, it, I,
1: I think like personal things, you know, accusations and and things that have happened. People are very, uh, you know, there's there's a lot against him right now on Twitter. There has been for a few years. I think the problem with with that, where that's going to have an issue, where that's going to affect ticket sales, is not because the average person knows about any of this because mm-hmm. people t- just don't follow Twitter the way people on Twitter follow Twitter. No. The biggest thing on Twitter is uh, uh, something that most people in the world have never heard of. Yes, But I do think the worm turning on him and the sort of like backlash against him affects how much the movie stars will promote this movie. And I Mm -hmm. think that's what we're seeing heading into this opening weekend is Listen, Christian Bale—he's on the cover of EQ. He's promoting the movie to whatever level he ever promotes stuff, which is mm-hmm. magazine spreads—you know, old timey promotion. I have not seen a lot of Margot Robbie promotion of this movie, no, um, or Taylor Swift promotion in this movie. And you're no. more plugged into the twilers, Taylor Swift fandom than I am, but I, I don't think she's out there. Saying T- Taylor Swift fans go see Amsterdam this weekend.
0: I don't think she's promoting it like she did Crawdads, where she only had a song.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think the to the degree that the uh, uh, you know backlash accusations against the director have any play, it's that I think the actors, these big stars, have pulled back on promoting it, and I do think that's why a big reason why this is sort of tracking so low compared to, you know, his other recent movies.
0: Yeah, and also I do think, you know, listen, his recent movies, I mean, those are not so recent. And that's the thing is I think his style of film was very popular in the late uh, 2000s and and early 2010s or mid-2010s. And it does feel like we are in a different world at this point. And I do think there's some of his his cachet has kind of gone away here. So it's tracking for three-day from eight to 13.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's pretty – I mean, his big run, the big David O. Russell run where he was legitimately in that, you know, Tarantino level of like a director who is box office is 2010 to 2013. It's mm-hmm. the fighter – Silver Linings Playbook, American Hustle were all just comedy, you know, dr- dramedies that made Baffa Bobo. No IP, no mm-hmm. based on anything, maybe, you know, Fighters based on a true story, but those movies all made Baffa Bobo. The Fighter made 90 million uh, domestic total, 93 million. And then American Hustle and Silver Linings Playbook both made over a hundred. Silver Linings Playbook made one hundred thirty-two. American Hustle made one hundred and fifty domestic. Those are crazy box office totals. For, well, well,
0: yeah, Silver for Linings just, had uh, had uh, J Law at her like peak of like we love right. this woman, right? And and Cooper emerging as a star. So like that's that's something that this movie doesn't have. Right, right.
1: Um, And Uh, then American Hustle basically had the same thing. Like a year later, it's J-Law and Bradley Cooper at the peak of their stardom.
0: Uh, And then the other thing is, what is this movie about? I think it's not doing a good job of explaining what the hell is this movie. And that's interesting to us, but to a general audience, it is going to be like, Latin to them. What is yes. this movie? What am I paying to see other than David O. Russell, which, again, like we said, the worm has turned a little bit, and Christian Bale, who also doesn't really open movies unless they're Batman movies.
1: Right, right. I mean, The Fighter, which Christian Bale is a co-star of, won an Oscar for, that's a Mark Wahlberg starring movie. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then American Hustle, huge hit, Christian Bale, supporting actor, nom, nom, nom for that. We're actually That's best a actor, Cooper nom, movie. Nom. That's a Bradley Cooper J-Law movie that he's mm, also yes. in. Mm-hmm. Um, so here here's the thing, and I don't think David O. Russell ever was a draw as a director. Mm-mm. I think that he was making movies people liked, and more specifically, he was making movies that movie stars wanted to be in. Yes. And the movie stars were the draw. So he's not Scorsese, he's not Tarantino, where his name is basically is a movie star. You know, Scorsese yeah. is a movie he's star. He's not Jordan Apparently, Peele. He's not Jordan Peele, right. Jordan Peele is a movie star. You mm-hmm. know, his name above the poster is equivalent to having a giant star there. I don't think David L. Russell, even in his big three-movie box office run, was ever a movie star director. He was just, he was a director, though, that got giant movie stars to be in his movies.
0: Yes, and that's huge.
1: Um. And right now, if they're not really promoting this movie, then that is going to be a big reason why it's tracking so low. So, all that said, you know, mm-hmm. we'll talk about on the next episode why it did what it did. But what do we actually think this is going to do? What do we think Amsterdam is going to do?
0: Well, three days, eight to 13, according to Box Office Pro. I'm on, I think eight. I think this thing makes eight. There's a possibility it makes seven. Yeah. I yeah. mean, because you've got Smile out there. You've got Don't Worry, Darling. You've got The Woman King. You have options. You have Barbarian. You have options here. It, yeah. This is not an optionless weekend. Yeah. So I think this thing gets lost.
1: Yeah. And he, he, if this movie doesn't have, it has Christian Bale, but it doesn't have any of the movie stars from that run that were the true movie stars. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have Bradley Cooper or J-Law. I mean, J-Law got that last David O. Russell movie, Joy, to 60 Million Domestic. You know, that's a movie about a woman selling a mop on QVC. J-Law got that to 60 Domestic. And And J-Law's not in this movie. And and Margot Robbie Robbie Robbie. is not J-Law.
0: And I love her. And Let's Talk After Barbie, and we'll see where she's at, right? I mean, that's right. the thing. is like, if Barbie makes her a megastar, which is very possible, but at this point, she's not that megastar. The other thing is, this is only opening in 3,000 theaters. Mm-hmm. So compare that to something like Smile, which is going to be in 3,600 plus, Lyle Crocodile, the movie we're going to talk about next, is opening in 4,300 theaters. Like This yeah. thing is opening huge. So it's also relatively... A, 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 a smaller release. I mean, it's it's going to be in the same amount of theaters that The Woman King is in, and The Woman King's been out for, for a, a few weeks already.
1: It just doesn't feel like the movie stars are promoting this movie, and it doesn't feel like the studio is promoting it. I think for a lot of people, this is a contractual obligation.
0: Mm-hmm. And you know? it's not an awards movie. It, I mean, it's not being looked at as an awards movie, really. Right, right. So that's another thing.
1: Is the other big part of why he had that three-movie run? Because even now, retroactively, everyone say, oh, American Hustle stinks, we all hated it. That movie was really well-reviewed. You know, his movies were all really well-reviewed going into the opening weekend Now you get a lot of, oh, his movies always were terrible. We always hated them. That obviously is not the case. People liked them at the time when they were coming out. They were all Mm well-reviewed. So Amsterdam having 36% Rotten Tomatoes is going to be a problem. All right, all that said, I'm going on the low end, too. Uh, I'll say 8.5 million. I mean, I think that there's not a movie. As As many stars are in this movie and recognizable people... J-Law's not in it. Bradley Cooper's not in it. Margot Robbie is not J-Law. And also, she's not promoting this movie.
0: So, eight yes. and a half million. minutes. okay. So, nice. So, let's talk about La La Crocodile, a, m- a movie that I cannot speak its name for whatever no. reason. Not out of disrespect, because this movie is tracking to be number one. hmm I mean, it's tracking from 12.5 to 18.5. This Too is the low. three day. Too low. You think it's too low because too low. We have we not been hearing this name, mm-hmm. this name, Lyle. Yes, yes. I have so heard many this name. times, so many times in our previews, mm-hmm. in our recaps, and all these things. Everybody we've interviewed, mm-hmm. it feels like. The great Scott Mendelson has talked about Lyle Lyle yep. Crocodile. Matt yep. Bellany mentioned his uh, one of his children being very excited for Lyle Lyle clock, Crocodile. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We had Jeff uh, Bach of Exhibitor yep. Relations Co. also name dropping this Lyle Lyle Crocodile. Yep, yep. And I saw the trailer for this. It looks like a dime store Paddington, which of course Paddington the Paddington movies are works of art. We all agree on this, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and. But Shawn Mendes sings in it. He's the Mm -hmm. voice of of La 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 Crocodile. It feels to me like the rats have been needing their cheese for a while here. There hasn't been. I mean, I'm looking at this top 10. And where's... uh, There's nothing for the cakey. Where where is the cheese for the rats? And this, I do It's DC
1: League of Super Pets. That came out at the end of July. I mean, you can't get stale or... I mean, that... That is cheese at the It was thin point. soup.
0: To, it's thin soup to begin with. Right. And now it is stale cheese. Yes. So I feel like, like you said, this is going to be huge. Also, this is a holiday weekend. hmm mm-hmm. The kids are going to be out of school. Yes. Yes. So you're saying over 18 on this. I, I mean, I feel like
1: if the bad guys could open to 23... You know, DC Lucas Super Pets, even underperforming uh, at the time, opened over 20. There has not been a kids movie in months. Hocus Pocus 2 did not come out in theaters. It went straight to Disney+. Plus. There is yeah. nothing for these kids. Nothing. Yeah. You know, you had a month, even if we like these movies, you can't send a kid to see Barbarian. You can't send a kid to see Don't Worry Darling. Mm-hmm. I think... Little kids probably shouldn't see Woman King. It's going to be too no. too violent for them. There has been not Smile. Kids are sneaking into that. They shouldn't see it. Mm-hmm. There is nothing. And like you said, a, a, a long weekend. Everyone's got Mondays off. These parents are going to want a two-hour break from having to entertain these rats. Lila Crocodile. It looks fun. It's talking
0: crocodile. There's songs in it. It's a singing uh, crocodile, which is big because yep. we know kids love sing. Yep. And I'm using. I'm looking at a comp here, Clifford mm-hmm. the Big Red Dog, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that came out November 10th, 2021. So okay, almo, like almost a year ago, and now, a rough
1: time, November 20. You know, pre-Spider Man, it it was still a weird time to open movies.
0: And this was a day and date release on Paramount Plus, mm. and it's still open to 16.6. Jeez. So I can't in a world imagine Lyle Lyle Crocodile mm-hmm. opening lower than Clifford, even though Clifford, I do think, has like more, it's a more known IP, but it's a bigger IP. I mean, mm. just physically, I, I think the dog is bigger than the crocodile. The dog
1: is very big, yeah. Because but he's the a crocodile very big is dog. big.
0: But but the Clifford is touted as a big dog. Yes, yes, yes right. Yes. This is not Lyle, a large crocodile. Exactly. Yes, you said that perfectly. Right. So I mean, are we are we thinking twenty on
1: this? I think twenty. I think it'll hit twenty. I think it'll hit twenty. The rats need their cheese. I mean, mm-hmm. it's one of the foundational uh, uh, theories of this entire show. The rats need their cheese. It's got a singing crocodile. I think there is also something for the parents in the fact that these are not... Listen, Javier Bardem is not someone who draws butts to the seats, but he's someone that a parent could say, oh, I got to take my kid to this a movie. I like Javier Bardem. He's an Oscar mm-hmm. winner. He's one of my favorite actors. Oh, he's messing around singing. Great. I could watch Javier Bardem. And Constance Wu, who had you look at her film resume mm. and it is short, but it is impeccable. Yes. I mean, that is a that is an actress who starred in in uh uh Crazy Rich Asians and then Hustlers, like back-to-back years, both original movies. I mean, you know, based on book, based on a New York article, but not superhero stuff, like real mm. movies that both made over 100 million domestic that both opened to what 25 30 million dollar opening weekends and then she took a break she had some personal issues which she's talking about now
0: yeah she's you know, promoting a, a a memoir promoting a memoir she
1: is someone who people like she was on a tv show for y- that ran for years that people liked mm-hmm. she's been in two huge hit movies that people liked she's someone that people like And she having someone like Constance Wu in this movie is, you know, this is not an opportunity like Hustlers or Crazy Rich Asians where she could legitimately draw uh, fans of hers.
0: Mm -hmm. But
1: I think it's another person in the cast where parents could say, oh, this movie might be bearable because Javier Bardem's in it, Constance Wu is in it, let's go see it. Yeah. You know, and that's what you need in these movies is the value add for the parents of here's a recognizable star that will make this bearable for you.
0: Uh now, Brett Gelman is in this film.
1: I think most people don't know who he is and okay. I I think that whatever Negative he brings. They hide him in the trailer. I don't think that I, he's way overshadowed by Javier Bardem and Constance Wu.
0: Well, here's the thing about brooke Gilman. He's a big part of Stranger Things. Okay, and I, kids I did not love know Stranger that. Things. Yeah, I mean that, this is a big. I mean it's a big deal. I think to have him as a value add. Oh, okay. You were younger him generation. As a positive. Okay. Oh yeah yeah. I got mean, it, I think it, he's he's a big part of the Stranger Things universe now. I don't know it. how liked he is in the that in that universe as like you know whether kids were gravitate towards him, but I do think that has raised his profile to the point where you know maybe an older kid will be like, oh, Brett Elman's on Stranger Things, mm-hmm, uh, maybe mm-hmm. I'll see Lyle.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, great! I mean, that listen, that all helps. You know, with these kind of movies, the draw is just that it is a kid's movie, mm-hmm. but I definitely think it hurts to spend that little extra and get a Javier Bardem in there, get a Constance Wu in there. If kids know Brett Gelman from Stranger Things, listen, I haven't watched in season one, but God bless, that'll help. Mm-hmm. And then Sean Mendes doing the voice, doing songs. I think that all helps. I think this is... I'm going $21 million opening weekend.
0: $21 million. Great. Okay, so then do your top five. Roll right into it, Pat.
1: Okay, so let's see. So the top five, then it's got to start with Lyle, Lyle, Crocodile is going to be number one. Mm -hmm. Um, I think over 20, I'll go 21 million. I think then you got to go last week's number one, Smile will be number two by virtue of even if it has a 50 to 60 percent drop, that's still making 10, 11 million dollars. So that's mm-hmm. number two. Amsterdam number three. I like I said, I think it makes eight, eight and a half million number three. Um, so then, don't worry, darling. nope. I think it's gonna be Woman King number four, pulls ahead of don't worry, darling. And here's the big question, Mark, for number five. Is the Avatar re-release being pulled from theaters at this point? Is it because last weekend Avatar re-release had eighteen hundred theaters? Is it losing all those theaters, or is it going to continue to play? Because if Avatar,
0: it looks like one thousand six hundred theaters. It's still going to be in a good amount of theaters.
1: Then I'm going Avatar number five, and don't worry, darling, drops behind that. That's my top five. Yep, I'm wow. going I'm going. Lyle, then Smile, then Amsterdam, then Woman King, then Avatar.
0: Okay. I'm going to go Lyle, Lyle, Crocodile, and I think it's number one. I'm going to go a little bit more conservative. I'm going to say 19. Okay. But I'd be very happy if you're right and we're both wrong and this is like 24, 25. Oh, it'd be great. Smile is number two, Slam Doink. I, mm-hmm. I think for sure. Like, if Lyle underperforms, Smile could be number one again. But I think this thing is going to hold. It's, 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 we're, I mean, we're in Shocktober. I mean, we're full yes. into spooky season. People are loving that movie. It's a fun time. Yep. Then I'm going to say Amsterdam because I don't believe Amsterdam is going to be so disastrous that it's going to make four or five million. I think I mean, a lot of possible. people are like,
1: like wishing that. You know, uh, and yeah. it, who knows? Anything could happen, but I agree. I don't think this movie is going to cry macho.
0: No, no. I think it could do a little over that, but it's going to do enough to beat The Woman King, which is going to be my number four movie. Mm-hmm. And then I do think, don't worry, darling, I, you know, Avatar, it's strong. I just don't see it. Getting to number five. I mean, I do think it's it's gonna beat Bros. I think Bros. I mean, obviously we haven't mentioned Bros. And it's not gonna be in the top five. This thing is going to plummet, and uh, because people don't like to be attacked for their choice of movies. I mean, I think
1: I think it's just everything we said last week, which is Billy Eichner's not a movie star, and people just passed on this. I mean, that movie made four point eight million last weekend. I could see a drop in the mid to high 60s. I mm-hmm. mean, which would put that at, um, God, it's it's such small numbers. I mean, it, like it's two, like two million dollars. Yeah.
0: I mean, it could end up behind *Barbarian* and *Avatar*. I mean, that, that's a, a distinct possibility. Yeah. But I am going to round out my five with *Don't Worry, Darling*. Yeah. Great. Great. Wow, Pat, we did it. I mean, we didn't have time for emails because we really had to talk about *Glass Onion*, but. Please send us emails about what your thoughts. If you have a inside track to some numbers, possibly in the future,
1: yeah. Uh, I mean, maybe, maybe on Monday we could. If if you email us your thoughts on Knives Out, Glass Onion, we could start getting to those on Monday. So mm-hmm. email us theboboyspodcast at gmail dot com. Let us know what you think about this breaking news: Glass Onion getting a vanity release in six hundred theaters. Netflix and AMC working out something that I think is completely in Netflix favor but email us to podcast at gmail.com
0: yes and Pat I don't think there's anything left to say no we did it. except until next time we'll, we'll smell, smell you at the, the box, box office, office. All day.